Hey guys, I'm Boyd the Broker, and this is pretty cool. Having a podcast to talk about relevant events. I hope you enjoy it. So here's a really interesting real estate topic. It's always interesting, but in 2024, it's even going to be more interesting. And that's what you need to do when flipping a house. Uh, because there's there's three distinct rules that you need to do. Actually, in any market, it's going to apply. But I'll talk about how the three uh, apply in this market, specifically going into 2024. Uh, but the three things when you're doing a house to flip, uh, location is definitely number one. Uh, the budget is 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 a, a strong number two, and um, uh, you, the source of your money, uh, which is cash, is is number three. Um, so first thing in in real estate, and it's always it's been around forever, is location, location, location. But especially when you're doing a flip, um, I'll give you specific examples. So if you're doing a flip and yet say Manhattan Beach, and you're like, oh wow, I I can't go wrong. It's Manhattan Beach. Well, I just did some posts on my Instagram about some guys that that have already lost money. That's how we know the market's shifting is because. Uh, uh, you could flip anything in Manhattan Beach and anything was buying because the cost of money was cheaper. It was no problem. Well, now you got to you got to do some rules. You got to fix it up and and do some things. And you and it comes down to locations like specifically in like Manhattan Beach. If, if you're buying an alley location like on uh, Rosecrans Place or 18th Place, any any of the the alleys in in Manhattan Beach, um, it's just not as desirable. Um uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I've owned a place on Rosecrans Place. I made a lot of money when I sold it. Um, um, uh, it was a very good rental. A lot of people want to live there. But again, you got to reduce the risks in a flip. Uh, in an environment where where not everybody's buying everything, uh, just because you buy a place in a good city like Manhattan Beach or even Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, you got to start narrowing it down to even subsections of those areas. So you you, you don't want to be on a busy traffic street. You know, there's a bunch of busier streets in, in Manhattan Beach like Pacific and different things. You just don't want to do. Um, I've built a bunch of properties, too. So I'm I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I use my own money, too. And that's going to be number three that we're going to talk about later. You know, the banks, they make so much money. Holy crap. You got to you got to use your own money. That's that reduces some of the risk. But the location. So if, if, if you're an alley or a busy traffic street, you want to shy away from those. Um, people do buy those, but they usually buy those in an up market. You know, I, I did a post where they have blinders on. It's like the, the horse racing, you know, you, you got blinders on when things are great and everybody's buying everything and multiple bidding, it's no problem. But when things die down, it doesn't mean that you can't flip in a market that's stabilizing, which what we're at. It just means that you have to, you have to recognize these factors and these three are the most important. So the second one is your budget. You really got to stick to stick to your budget. So, you know, like there was a guy that tried to flip a place in Manhattan Beach and he thought, well, geez, if I got a good deal on the property, I can just put it back on the market a month later and and, and I'm going to make a bunch of money. You know, there were times when you could do that. It's not happening in the, in the short term anyway, and certainly not in 2024. So I'm not going to be giving that advice at all. Um, uh, you definitely have to 
put some money into the property. You have to increase the value and then that value compounds itself. And then if you did get a good deal and it is a good location, which is number one on the, on the list of importance, then you start fixing up, you know, the main things are kitchens and bathrooms. Kitchens and bathrooms always add value to a property. And most of these houses that were built in the 60s and 70s, they need to be upgraded. So this is an easy way for you to, to add value to the property, not just the value going up with the with the market but adding to the kitchen and and not and when i say re, you know sticking to your budget you know painting the cabinets isn't remodeling a kitchen uh you got to usually tear out the cabinets and put in new counters granite counters you know the tiles a little bit dated and different things you got to put some money into it the bathrooms you got to usually gut them and 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 reconfigure the, the 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 configuration of the bathroom because that's another thing you know the older places um it's weird they were built for different types of families or different amounts of people or something where the the floor plan even inside a bathroom doesn't even work nowadays so you got to change these things and you got to stick to your budget so come up with line items it's like when i build a house you have the line items of the things you're going to do um the bathroom or the and the kitchen and you might be painting the outside you might do a little bit of landscaping you want to look at a few things like the roof and different things wherever you're going to add value stick to your budget and then you got to go out to your guys and make sure that you got good contractors or subcontractors that are going to be able to do this because in a in in certain markets they just charge the crap out of you and so that goes against your budget and you're just going to, you're just going to lose money. Uh, that's something I can help you out with as well. I've got lots of people that I know that are very good and reputable. Um, the third thing is, is cash. Um, when you're doing a flip, it's tough. You, you got to have a significant amount of cash. Um, I'm going to tell you that. It, gosh, there's another, another one in, in, in Manhattan beach that I saw these guys put, uh, you know, 5% down or something. And, and, uh, the interest rates are high, and they're holding the property while they're while they're gonna uh, try and figure out how to sell it. And they didn't put any money into it. They're gonna lose money. You, you gotta you gotta have as much equity in the property as possible because during the time from when you buy it, you fix it up, and you sell it, that could be several months. It could, and and that that the cost of money adds up if 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 you're in a higher interest rate environment and you got a very big loan. If you can use cash. Well, then you're not borrowing money to, 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 to pay the contractors or to, to fix the kitchen or to remodel the bathrooms. You're using your own money. So that reduces the risk. So if you have, you, you need a significant amount of cash and there's different ways, you know, you can get cash. You know, if we sit down and draft a plan, if, if you're sitting on a bunch of equity in your house, you can get an equity line of credit pretty good interest rates. Where are you borrowing it from yourself? And then you talk to your CPA about writing off the interest rate uh, at the end of the year because you're, 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 you're putting the money back into the other house. There's some, some interesting, creative, less risk ways that, um, uh, that you can get around it if you feel like you're on the cusp of, of having enough cash or, or having to borrow money uh, or just being scared about doing a flip. It's okay to be a little bit nervous about it, but you should be only nervous when your real estate guy tells you that there's no risk because there are risks. But we're going to sit down, we're going to draft a plan, and we're going to figure it out. But those are the top three, top three things that you have to do um, when doing a flip. I'm Boyd the Broker. I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. You know, we're going to have some pretty cool topics over the next several months. Real estate, how to make money, when to buy, when to sell. 
I'm helping people return to work after suffering a stroke. There's some interesting, cool health topics we're going to talk about. There's just nothing off the table. I live in the real world. Where do you live? <laughs>